Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of Prayer 2021 for today, which is November 29th. Our scripture reading for today comes from 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 21. Hear the supplications of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray towards this place. Hear from heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you hear our prayers. We thank you that in the name of Jesus, we are forgiven of our sins and blessed with the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that we are children of the Most High God and that when we pray towards heaven, we know you hear our prayers and therefore we know we receive the petitions we desire of thee. Father, we thank you for that privilege of being in the body of Christ and we give to you all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now. We are in the season here of giving thanks here in the United States. And, and these last several days, we've been looking at the story of the 10 lepers to learn about Thanksgiving. And we focused on our story of the 10 lepers and the one that returned, only one, that returned to give Jesus thanks for healing him of this dreaded disease. Yesterday, I left you with a sort of cliffhanger of, of such, and of three distinct words used in Luke 17, uh, verses 11 through 19 used by Jesus that in English they all say the same thing but when taken in context in Hebrew that the leper the, the disciples heard they convey an entirely different deeper meaning than our English translation one healed leper came back one caught himself in the midst of the celebration and returned back to Jesus he reversed his steps put his family on hold that he hadn't probably seen in years put the priest on hold that would declare him clean so that he could go back and see his family, he came back to the cause of his celebration. His response and life situation were unique, but in the simplest sense of, of what he did, his thankfulness led to action. And boy, did that turn out to be important, right? Jesus asked him, where are the other nine? Do you realize what that says? Jesus had told all ten, go and show yourselves to the priest. Jesus never commanded that any of them express thankfulness to God or return to him, the, the one who pronounced healing. But that's what Jesus expected. Look at the scripture again and walk with me through this. We're going to look at three very different words that are all trying to say the same thing. They're all saying that this leper used to be leper, is now well. Look at verse 15. One of them, when he saw he was healed... Let's just stop right there. This Greek word is hyatha. Hyatha is a purely medical term. It means to mend, to repair. It's like a broken bone that's finally mending. Right? This guy was all patched up. Look at verse 17. Jesus says, were not all ten cleansed? Let's stop right there for a second. This is a different word than hyatha. This is katharizo, the root word for our word catheter. It too is a medical term. Uh, it means in part to remove impurities. When a doctor inserts a, a cath, uh, you know, an angioplasty you know, might remove a blockage of an artery that causes he natural healing. Uh, the catheter there in, that's inserted during surgeries to remove the, the impurities there. Naturally, the Jewish connotations of this word are important too. To be cleansed was exactly what the priest would be looking for and what he would declare. And it carries some religious overtones too. Now look at one more word. It's very important in verse 19. 
Jesus says to this very thankful man, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Made you well. That is a different word. It's not a medical word. Not necessarily, although it was used to describe like the safe delivery of a baby. This is the word soso or sozo, which means saved. The Greeks used it for example, for people who escape dangerous situations. Sailors surviving a storm at sea had been saved. They said sozo. And when Matthew began his gospel, he started with a Christmas story. The angel told Joseph to name the baby child Jesus because that name meant he would save people from their sins. He would sozo the people. When Paul described what would happen to a person who publicly professed Jesus as Lord and Savior, he used the same word. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, you will be sozoed. For it was with your heart that you believe and you are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Sozo, that's in Romans 10, 9 and 10. And Jesus says to this very thankful man, willing to follow God before his circumstances changed, to worship God before he returned home, Jesus pronounces a complete healing, a wellness that passes all other wellness terms. This man, Jesus said, understands. He's sozo. Right? Do you understand? I want to understand more and more about Jesus. That's, that's one of the reasons why we do these Bible studies. I get just as much out of studying and preparing for these messages as you do in hearing them. Remember that a priest must make a declaration that a leper has been healed, right? There were great details involved in this process. There were details of what a priest was to look for and how a person with the disease could be readmitted to the community healed and whole. But did you know that our entire record of the Old Testament and the New Testament, that every single healing of a leper came by supernatural means? Now think about this. There were great details about what would happen if a leper became naturally well, but it never was recorded. It never happened as far as we know. Perhaps people suspected of leprosy were pronounced clean when a, a skin rash went away, or for someone, someone with a, like a mild infection uh, ran the course of the sickness and was readmitted to society. But according to the records of the Bible, no real leper was ever just naturally cured. When they had leprosy, it was a life sentence of pain and exclusion. But there were some healings that were recorded in the Bible. The sister of Moses had leprosy for a week and then was miraculously cured by God. A man named Naaman was miraculously cleansed. And that's it in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, however, Jesus heals lepers as if they just had mild colds. And he had the right medicine. Jesus continued the practice of healing lepers, not naturally, but supernaturally. It was another way of God saying to us, this is the Messiah, this is the Christ, this is Emmanuel, God is with you. For only God in the Old Testament had healed leopards. <laughs> lepers, lepers, only God. And Jesus was healing lepers as if he had the very power to do so, and he did. And he does, because he was and is the Son of God. God incarnate in the flesh, God worthy of worship. And he can heal you of whatever ails you too. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you.
We thank you that Jesus is our Lord and our Savior. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done for us, most of all, for saving us from our sins, granting to us a pardon, a complete forgiveness of sins, and the gift of everlasting life. To you, sir, we give all honor, glory, and praise. And we pray this all, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Do me a favor. Leave a comment rating down below. Share this out on social media far and wide. Go over on iTunes. Leave us a comment rating there. It really does help us to get the word out. And be sure to remember that Jesus is Lord over all situations that you face on a daily basis. Amen. There's no reason to fear when Jesus is here. Glory to God. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today. This is Pastor Bob reminding you again. First uh, Thessalonians 5, 17, Living Bible says to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. Talk again tomorrow.